Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Shantae Moore from R&B Divas LA, and you're listening to the Psy Effect Radio. Hello world, welcome to another edition of the Psy Effect Radio Show. I am Psy, your host. I want to thank you all for tuning in tonight. I know you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to hang out with me. And for that, I thank you. If you're on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at I am Psy. Also, for those that are still on Facebook, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash the Psy Effect and like the fan page. Tonight on The Psy Effect, my special guest is the founder of the group we know as TLC, Miss Crystal Jones. And Crystal's going to share with us what she thought about the movie, as well as her thoughts on Pebbles, um, speaking about the ordeal and the movie on Wendy Williams' show. And she's also going to share with us some of uh, the projects that we can look forward to. So don't go nowhere, because I'll be right back with the founder of TLC, Crystal Jones. Attention all aspiring comedians. Do you think you're funny? Do you have what it takes to be a comedian? Come out to the Green Room Actors Lounge, 25D Bennett Street, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309, and attend the Never Deny Improv Class with comedian actor Mr. Rodney Perry. Every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. For more information, go to RodneyPerry.com or TheGreenRoomActorsLounge.com. See you there. Welcome to the Psy Effect, Ms. Crystal Jones. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. I, I thank you for coming on and sharing your story regarding <laughs> TLC, a group that you were a part of and founded. Yes, yes, absolutely. Now, what what are your thoughts and feelings about the movie as well as on how you feel you know, about how you were portrayed because, like I said, you were an instrumental force within the group because I think had it not been for you, well, I know had it not been for you, there may have not have been a TLC. That's true, that's true. Um, I mean, the way that they portrayed me, you have to keep in mind that it is a Hollywood story, so mm-hmm. they're going to tell it the way that they know it, but some of the things were inaccurate and especially the way that they portrayed me, I was very, um, just really upset and disappointed mm. um, because, number one, I can sing. Right. So, you know, I don't know why they would put me out there like that. But, again, it is their story. Right. So, so they, have to, <laughs> they have to spice it up a little bit to make it a little more shabby oh, yeah. because nobody want to hear about somebody that had just as much talent as they had and kicked out the group. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, you know, <laughs> TLC, we know them as TLC, but you know them. They were known as Second Nature when you were part of the group. Um, Take us back. Tell us what year you guys um, actually formed the group, Second Nature, and tell take us back to the truth <laughs> of what okay, how the group well, was formed. <laughs> well, it started in the 90s, and before I even got involved with putting together a female group, I had already been on the road twice, once with an artist by the name of Angie. I toured backup dancers for her. And then there was another gentleman out of New York. His name was uh, DJ Chuck, Chuck Chillout and Cool Chip. I did their tour, and I also lived in Manhattan for a short while doing some music videos up there. And okay. then I got pregnant, came back to Atlanta. I had my daughter. And four months after me having my daughter was when 
I was like, I need to get back on this, you know, entertainment thing again, but mm-hmm. I wanted to do something differently. So I got with my manager at the time, and uh, we set out to put together a female group. So our image or I- our idea came from Belle Bibb DeVoe. Mm-hmm. We were going to do a female version of BBD, basically. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about a group that you founded went on to make millions of dollars after they kicked you out? Well, I mean, back then, you know, we're 18, 19-year-olds. Emotions are going to run high. I was truly and truly devastated mm-hmm. by what happened um, back then. But now, as I look back, um, because I've matured spiritually and emotionally, right. that I understand, you know, it just wasn't meant for me. It's, everything isn't for everybody. Right. And for whatever reasons, they felt fit that I should be replaced. I'm happy with it. I'm very happy they chose Jillian because she fits she fits great. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not as upset now as I was back then because I look at it as a more spiritual sense, you know. God right. put me here for a reason. He put the vision in myself and in for a reason and I was just a vessel. So I'm mm-hmm. very happy that they continued on with what we what we wanted to do and the right. whole world had a chance to get to see our vision. So that's how I see it. I'm very happy now. Very happy. Yeah. You know, I we it, it's so funny as we get older, we mature, and our thought process change. I guess it matures, and right. we always hear when we're younger, everything happens for a reason. When we're eighteen, nineteen, we're not trying to hear that. You know, do you ever think that your staying in the group could have been a negative impact on your life? You know, something bad would have happened had you stayed in the group. Could have been on drugs or. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's honestly, that's that's honestly how I look at it because I mean, it's no telling right now where I would be mm-hmm. had I continued down that path. So for whatever godly reason, the spiritual reason there was, he, you know, pulled me out of it because I couldn't do that. I wasn't going to be able to handle what they dealt with. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm so blessed and and you know happy that I was able to, you know, I can see yeah. things now. I don't know if you've seen this, but Pebbles, Perry Reed, was on Wendy Williams uh, a couple of weeks ago. Did you see that episode? I did. I watched it, yes. Okay. Because I T-voted and I watched it on the midnight, you know, so, so I was like, uh-huh. I got to see what's going on. <laughs> With your popcorn, too. Exactly, girl. I had popcorn, <laughs> Cheetos, a candy bar, some Kool-Aid. I was mm-hmm. ready, okay? <laughs> but mm-hmm. What do you think about that episode at I'm going to tell you my opinion, and then you tell me yours from the perspective in which you were, you fit in into the situation. I thought, mm-hmm. I didn't understand what the purpose of Pebbles going on there if she couldn't say anything. You know, everything was confidentiality, right. confidentiality. I'm like, well, where, what's the purpose of you coming on here again, Pebbles? Because you, you ain't telling us nothing that we ain't already seen, you know, or heard or read. Right. So what right. was your taking on her coming on the Wendy Williams show and really not saying a whole lot. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think that when people accuse you of doing something, you have a right to defend yourself. So maybe Absolutely. that was her way of coming out to try to defend it, you know, because I would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of like where you are. Not too much more was given right. than what we already knew, you know, mm-hmm. so... I don't know the real purpose behind it, you know. Right. Now, you were kicked off the group. Tell us how that happened because, you know, in the movie it said that Mm -hmm. 
somebody, what did it say? Girl, my mind is like a 95-year-old lady sometimes. But in the movie, I think it said something like mm-hmm. you asked for a contract to your contract. Was that you? Well, th- that part wasn't in the movie, but um, that is what happened initially. Okay. It was over a contract. Okay. Um, but just going back a little bit, we were, like I said, we were under the management of Innsberg at the time, and Pebble saw, she saw something in us. So mm-hmm. I can't really say what she did um, because that's kind of in my book, so I don't want to give too much information out. But mm-hmm. she maneuvered us away from our original manager so that we can sign with her label. Mm-hmm. Um, the day that we went to the lawyer's office here in Atlanta, he's a very well-known attorney, we went to their office. Phaedra, was that Phaedra girl? Myself. I'm sorry. I no, 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 no. It's, it's a gentleman. It's a gentleman. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> but we were, we were at the conference table with our contracts in front of us, and I'm flipping through mine, trying to read it a little bit. And I remember turning around, asking Pebbles, you know, can I take my contract home and let my mom look it over? Mm-hmm. And she said, no, absolutely not. So I wow. didn't sign it. And that was a part of the business that I knew. If you have a contract in front of you and you don't have mm-hmm. someone on your team to look it over to make sure the clauses and all the addendums and all the wording and everything is, you know, the way that you want it to be, then why sign it? And I'm thinking that there's some type of loyalty. Tion, Lisa, they never asked me what was wrong. Why didn't I sign it? They just signed theirs, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Then after that, there was a couple more meetings. Um, they started asking me questions like if I was really serious. Um, they felt like I was holding them back some sort wow. of way, but they could never give me a reason why. Right. So um, they ended up at my house, like I would say a week or two after the contract issue. And they came in and they said that, you know, we have good and bad news. Pebble wants to sign us. They didn't say anything else. I just kind of looked at them and I said, y'all want me out the group. Mm-hmm. And they just nodded their heads, yeah. I said, okay, good luck, and, you and I it. Up, and that was it. And you didn't fight it. You just said, okay. I, I was up against a losing battle. That's how I looked at it, because it was more things that, that kind of came about. There were other meetings. Okay. Pebbles were still in Tion's and Lisa's heads with certain, I don't know. So they would kind of come at me. So it was Pebbles, Tion, and Lisa, everybody coming against me, mm-hmm. and all I could do was throw my hands up. Okay. Now, you, you know. what was your relationship with um, Tion and Lisa after? Like, once they kind of gained notoriety regarding TLC, what was your I relationship? I never saw them again, ever. In I've a little small Atlanta? Again. Y'all never ran into each other no more? No, I ran into, I ran into Tion and Lisa at one audition. Mm-hmm. Then I ran into Tion at a book signing, and she just kind of slipped her hand up like a wave, mm-hmm. you know. And then I had a moment with Lisa, um, probably around 98, 97 or 98. We um, kind of ran into each other, and we were out at a club, and we talked, we hugged, we cried. And, you know, I told her I had forgiven them, and I just said that's how the business was, you know. Right. And she said that she was sorry and everything, and that was it. And that was the last time I saw her before she passed away. Wow. So that was her way of making peace and, mm-hmm. wow. But were you guys friends before the group? No. I had just, I, I hadn't, I just met Tion the same night I met Lisa, which was like October of 1990. 
Okay. And um, Lisa and Tion didn't know each other, and none of us knew each other before that night. Oh, okay. Got it. All right. So with that said, I can say that you really don't have any regrets on how everything went. No. Mm-mm. I really don't. Honestly, I really don't because um, I'm just, I just see things differently now. And because of that, and because I have grown from that, I don't have any hard feelings, no regrets, no anything. Now, regarding the business, there's no future becoming, I mean, you had a good eye back in the 90s putting (laughs) groups together. You never thought about being an A&R or somewhere within the business, you know, behind the scenes or, you know, no? Well, I mean, I've I've given it some thought throughout the years. It's always been on my mind. I just haven't pursued it. Mm -hmm. Um, But now, (laughs) seeing that all of this has kind of come to light now, Mm -hmm. I've gotten offers. I just haven't made any decisions right now because I live such a quiet and a simple life. Right. You know, very simple. (laughs) Yeah. I can definitely understand that, but girl, you got a gift for putting uh, groups together. So you, we need some girl groups out here. We don't have. Do we have any girl groups? Yeah, I actually have another idea, but I'm holding on to it to the right moment, so I won't okay. say nothing. Okay, all right. Make sure you keep it away from anybody last name Reed. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people don't know this. Um, I'm also responsible for another group. Um, coming into the forefront would have been um, Arrested Development. They yes. also were managed by Inbert, my old manager. And wow. I had a relationship, a friendship with Jermaine Dupree's dad, Mike Malden. Mm-hmm. So when I met Arrested Development, I reached out to his dad, Mike, and um, tried to link them up together. And he liked Arrested Development and ended up signing them to his management deal. Wow. So. I know That's I have so cool. <laughs> see, see, see how this, see how the universe works. See, you meant oh, yeah. to do this. You meant to do this, my sister. You really mm-hmm. are. Now, tell us about this book. I know you got a memoir you're working on. Tell us about that, yes, and I when do. can we expect it? Oh wow! I am uh, hoping to get it out really, really soon. I'm really pushing on it. But the title is, of the book is called "The Awakening of a Shattered Dream," mm-hmm. and it's basically just a journal is just a memoir of things I've been through in my life all of my experiences all the skeletons all the dark dirty secrets all that stuff and how I just kind of triumphed over everything you know and TLC the book is not about them but they're they were a pivotal part in my life Mm -hmm. and so that and what I went through with them is in my book now this book sounds very inspiring and I can't wait to read it, and you definitely got to come back mm-hmm. on the Side Effect Radio Show when you're ready to promote. Oh, yes, absolutely. Now, any advice for those that are looking to seek <laughs> deals, girl? Because, you know, you know firsthand mm-hmm. of shadiness, okay? So I have a lot of indie artists that come on the show, and some of them are looking for mm-hmm. deals, and some of them are looking just to stay on their own and, you know, recoup all the money. Right. So what advice do well, you have for those that are looking to get into the business of music? Well, I, I, I would definitely say for them to educate themselves, learn everything, because it is a business. You know, it's only 10% of the show, 90% business. You must know what it is that you're doing. And not everybody is a star. You know, my thing is a star is born, not created. So Mm. there are other avenues in the industry that you can participate in, Well, it's sales, marketing, management, um, you know, production, 
right. engineering, writing, composing, anything. so many different paths that you can take in the industry. So I would just encourage people to look at everything. Don't just look at the glitz and glamour of it because that's just a small portion. You know, Whew. great advice. So. And I hope you guys are listening because that is some awesome <laughs> advice. It's not about the glitz and glamour because all the stuff that I'm sure you could tell they go on behind the scenes, and I can tell what go on behind the scenes mm-hmm. too. It ain't pretty. And it is not for the faint-hearted. You have to have some thick skin and thick skin on top of that. Ooh. You gotta know what you're doing. You had to have that alligator skin. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Crystal, Crystal, my sister, thank you so much for coming on the Side Effect and sharing your story. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you all for hanging out with me on the Side Effect Radio Show tonight. If you're on Instagram and Twitter, follow your girl at I am Psy. Also, like the Psy Effect Radio Show fan page on Facebook under the Psy Effect. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Psy Effect Radio Show, email me at info at the Psy Effect Radio Show dot com. Until next time, continue to spread peace and love. Mwah.